Hi, and welcome to the Quick and Dirty Romance Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Sky McDonald, author of the Anti-Bell series. And I'm Sarah Smith, author of Faker. Each episode, we'll dive deep into what it's like to be a contemporary romance author. We'll talk writing inspiration, give you the inside scoop about the publishing world, chat about how we write those infamous sex scenes, and more. And then we'll pull out and wrap it up in 30 minutes or less. But we promise to leave you satisfied. And if you haven't already read our books, please be sure to check them out after you listen to this podcast and DM us with any questions or requests for future episodes that you might have. All right, guys. So uh, a couple things as we begin today. First of all, if there is noise pollution, I I am going to apologize because it's definitely on my end. Uh, There's construction next door. But and otherwise, uh, maybe you want to put the headphones on for this one, uh, especially if there are little ones in the room, because we are going to be talking about orgasms, (laughs) specifically writing them in the context of romance. So I see no point to do any build up beyond that. Let's just get right into it. Uh, Yes. Yes. Sarah, (laughs) I I don't even know. We start with a bang. We end with a bang. Let's just (laughs) see where it goes. Yeah, I love that. And also, also sidebar, I, I do not live in a big city, but all of the neighborhood children on my block are like outside screaming. So if you hear that, that's my noise pollution. And I apologize in advance too. Someday we'll do this in a big fancy studio, <laughs> but for now. <laughs> yes, yes, um, someday. But yes, so writing orgasms and the sex scenes in our books and stories. So I think a good place to start would be just like how we go about that. Because I feel like there's so many people, or at least for me when I like, look at things on social media or I read articles like they're just some people who think writing about something like an orgasm just seems really daunting and intimidating and it's just kind of funny to me because I don't think of it like that at all I don't know what do you think about or how do you go about (laughs) writing your orgasm sky right and so like this is almost a part two let's start by acknowledging that this is almost a part two because we did start we did we have talked about writing those infamous sex scenes before so like really right now we're focused on the o because there is a variety of sexy scenes in romance um and you know you can do the sweet romance and what they call the closed door um where you have like you know the couple is getting in and and, like things are are getting steamy and then suddenly you know fade to black or slam the door shut and that's it um but then when we get down to like the details and the actual like biology of it of the orgasm i don't know i don't have a problem with it uh in terms of like feeling icky about writing it i i it's it's a lot of fun i mean as (laughs) you know as expected but i guess not for everybody like i i I guess I've seen that too, where people will say, oh, well, it's cringy, or I feel super awkward writing this out. Um, for me, it's just a natural continuation of the steam and the heat that's been building in the story. Um, and so, like, if you're going, like, to me, if I'm going to write sex, I'm, I'm going to bring the O in for it. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I totally agree with you. I, um, it's actually, and I know that we, I mentioned this in our writing sex episode but like sex scenes are my most favorite thing to write and I love I like I just I think it's really fun to write an orgasm because um because there's like they're fun and I feel like Mm -hmm. it's a culmination of these two characters like all of this build up all of this foreplay all of this like back and forth and then they're finally in bed together they're having a good time 
And then I feel like even as a reader, I feel like I'm always like, okay, they're finally in bed. They're finally doing like, is the orgasm going to be good? Like, is this going to be like what she has been wanting? Is it going to be what she deserves? And it always <laughs> inevitably is when it's with like the, the love interest who she ends up with, the main character ends up with. But like when I write them, and maybe this is just me, but I like to make the scenes like, I like, I like to make the, even the orgasm, like, long and descriptive like it isn't just like and then she climaxed and then it was good like it like <laughs> I don't know like like I feel like sometimes it tends to get skipped over in a way and I just mm-hmm. such a um I don't know it's just really a bummer like it's I think everyone who has had an orgasm can agree that they're really fun and they're <laughs> amazing and they're great and they I think they deserve a little bit of time to like have the spotlight the spotlight shown on them. I, I also think it's like kind of kind of fun to have like a moment where um like the characters kind of talk about it like wow that was like holy shit or holy crap like I've never done that before that's never happened before that's like or something happened in the build up or in the foreplay or in the orgasm where like the main character feels really shattered and um shocked but like in a good way. You know, like, yeah, yeah, like, so that's how, I don't know. It's very probably overly simplified, but in my head, I just go like, okay, what do I, when I experience things, what do I, what sounds enjoyable? What is a good way of describing it? And then I try my best to like, just put that on paper. Cause I feel like that's the best way for me to depict it because I want it to be realistic in a way, like, like, there's a reason why in every love scene that I write, it's not like, and then, like, he kisses her, he goes up her skirt, and then she has an orgasm. Like, there's a work, <laughs> you know, like, there's foreplay, they work up to it. Sometimes they, like, sometimes there are awkward moments, or sometimes there's moments where they're, like, talking to each other and joking, or they're reassuring each other, because it's, you know, maybe it's the first time you're with somebody and like you're trying to figure out what it is that feels good or what they like or whatever. But I just feel like that kind of thing is is where I tend to go with it, which might be not it might not be everyone's cup of tea, but I feel like it's fun. And I like the way I like the method that I've figured out to write it. You know? Like Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I'm hearing you say, like, there are a few things in that. What I'm hearing you say, one, is, like, the attention to, if you will, detail. Like, if, yeah. if you're going to spend a lot of time describing what your main character is wearing, but you're <laughs> writing a romance, yeah, it, it does stand to reason to me, to me, and in this style that I write, because it has been told to me that I write steamy romance. Um, <laughs> I know, I, like, I'm, I'm, they're not wrong, but I don't know, I just, yeah. But um, it's like, if I'm going to describe her outfit... And the whole point of this is the love that is building between these two characters, which is, of course, manifested in like physical sex. Then, yeah, I'm going to I'm I'm going to take some time to like make sure that this is also realistic. Um, if my character's dialogue is going to be realistic, if the situation is going to feel real, then I want you to feel everything that she feels as you go on her journey, right? So, like. Yeah. You know, there are moments, you know, people have told me, like, you know, there are scenes in the book that really, like, touch their heart a lot. And that's wonderful. And that's what I want. 
But in in the same turn, if I'm going to get you to invest with my characters and go on their journey, I want you to be with them and go on their journey. And so, like, yeah, just like, boom, done. Like, it's not done, and it's not a, a single thing. Like, there's a mounting pressure that comes. There's, like, a focus on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, just for me, for me, it is very worth, like, describing that part because if I'm going to do a steamy scene then, like, it, it does need to be, like, it does need to have fidelity to, like, the details of what a scene like that or a moment like that would be. And that is absolutely fun. Um, you're entirely right about that part. Um, and I just think it, it is fun. I do understand, like, people's cringiness with it and just our general, like, aversion to really even discussing sex. So even, you know, other romance writers, like, who are very focused on, like, just the, the lovey emotions to to it too that's great you know and if that's your cup of tea to write or to read all due respect but like for me the the physical aspect of a, of a romantic connection is incredibly important um and so i do like to be like faithful to that and like i said if i'm going to describe her shoes i better be describing the o <laughs> i mean so yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love how you i love how you put that because yeah i feel like um there is a lot of attention given to other parts of the story and it is nice to be in a genre where um you know that same attention is given to to the orgasm because i feel like it needs it it deserves it yeah now that said i yeah. will talk about and i can talk about like uh, one of the things you know is this realistic right is this realistic mm-hmm. yeah that's a funny question because in some ways the answer is um yeah yeah. But in other ways, the answer is no, because as we've said many times, we, we do write fantasy. This is a fantasy, and there are certain elements that are fictionalized, I think, in some ways, to keep it a story. Mm-hmm. So you are getting, you know, I mean, I don't know, <laughs> awkward sex moments in romance novels. That's an interesting thing. But mostly <laughs> what you're getting is a, an idealized version of, like, the perfect moment. Right. And so you're, you're wanting to write it as like everyone <laughs> sticks the landing um, on all the moves and all the things. But however detailed you're going to be about it, the whole idea is this is a culmination piece, but it is fiction. And so is it realistic? I don't know. What do you I mean, I have more to say about that, but I'm curious. What's your take there? I I think that it is. I, I guess for me, I go out of my way when I write a sex scene, which always involves an orgasm for me um, in my writing. I go out of my way to make it as realistic in the context of a romance as possible. So like, I feel like I do sometimes have like awkward moments or um, where like, like, um, like in Faker, there's a moment where the main character, so they're finally having sex and she feels a little bit self-conscious about her body, which I mean, it sucks that like, that's a thing but I feel like a lot of women so the character Emmy she's like in her late 20s I feel like a lot of women can relate to that feeling insecure about their body and they're with somebody and they're excited to be with them but they feel a little bit like ah is he gonna like what he or you know just all those thoughts that go through mm-hmm. your mind when you're young and you're like with a person for the first time and you're not 100% sure if he's into this even though he a thousand percent is I promise mm-hmm. but like um but like so there's that moment and then 
he, the love interest, Tate, he reassures her very much so how attractive he finds her and how, like, super hot she is to him. So I feel like incorporating a moment like that helps it be realistic for me. Also, on the other end of that, like, I've written a sex scene where, like, the guy, the love interest, he has to, like, kind of stop for a second and pace himself because if they keep going, he's just going to totally, like... <laughs> too early and like and that I mean I'm not saying that that happens all the time obviously but like that's a thing that can happen and it doesn't have to be like weird and like bad it can be and like it can be funny and cute like the way that I wrote it he he says like I you know I I just need a minute here because mm-hmm. I just need a minute and it's a kind of a sweet moment because she kind of sees it as like her being the person who's like able to bring him to that point where he needs to like slow down for a second otherwise he's gonna end too soon which i also think is like realistic but it's not like a bad thing like that's just a natural response and yeah yeah and we can have like a moment where we acknowledge it but also like make it into this cute and funny thing and then obviously like they have sex they both have their orgasms and it's awesome like i i feel like um, for me, that's how I make it realistic because in my experience, like, it's not just like perfect, like, you know, like perfect this and then like he moved here and then I did this and then it just came at the same time. Like, it sometimes it's like that and then sometimes it's like, hey, can you hold on a sec? I'm gonna like, I'm just gonna like come on you and I don't want to do that right now. <laughs> can we just like do you for a while or something? You know what I mean? I don't know. That is realistic. I think that's very realistic. It's funny, as you were talking about that, I was flipping through like my mental catalog of all the scenes. And it's funny, I, I actually, I do have a scene in a later book where a character uh, blows his load too early. Like he's, uh, he comes too fast. And I mean, like, obviously then the whole thing is that he takes care of his lady and he yeah. brings her there too. But he's rather embarrassed about it. And she's like, uh, wait, what? And she's not upset about it, but like he's right. of course horrified. And spoiler alert, that character is actually Jesse Storm. So if you've read oh. off the record, <laughs> yeah, Jesse has a moment. Um, yeah, so that's that's a thing way later on in the story. But then there's another one where um, in James's story, James Addison, which is later of course too, um, his lady has a really hard time getting there, and she's like very very frustrated. Like, and there's this moment where she like just stops. She's like, I can't, I can't, can't get there. And then of course, you know, his duty is to over there but like there's a moment of like it, it's great and everything's super passionate and they're, they're like da, 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 but like she's like sweating and frustrated and it's like not a thing and so like i mean again and in the the like he brings her there he calms her down and then like it all works and it's beautiful but like <laughs> just keeping it that idea of like no it's not just like you know what what is it like the the thing where like like if a celebrity looks at you it's like boom pregnant it's like boom orgasm <laughs> like no um it, it it can be written really beautifully and yet also like bring in some moments where like you said I mean the need to calm down or the feelings of insecurity which is a thing at the start of uh, the first sex scene and not suitable for work because uh, Celeste is dealing with her um, like past memories and everything but you know it's like but all that even with keeping it realistic the one thing that I, I would say is, you know, a touch and go on realism is that it always happens. Yeah. You know, it's always a thing. And I don't write, and I know that some people do, and I find it really great, but like, I, I, I always bring them there. Like, every sex scene that I write does end in orgasm. And 
I know that some people do not include that in every scene. And I actually am a huge fan of that concept simply because I find that to be very realistic too. I can also, I think that sex can be incredibly satisfying without having the climax. And yet it's just not a thing that I write because again, like sort of my thing is like, I'm wanting to give you the entire story. I'm wanting to give you the fiction. I'm wanting to give you the fantasy. And I do want to give you the climax. Um, I'm going to give you the climax of the story and I'm going to give you satisfaction all the time. And no, that's not fair. I'm going to give you the orgasm all the time because I do think that there can be sex without an orgasm for either or both parties where it is still incredibly satisfying and emotionally connective. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can walk away like and be good without having hit that peak. And I think that there are moments where if you can or if you're struggling to hit the peak, it can just be very frustrating so, like, mm-hmm. those kind of sort of icky things that will happen with bo- bodies and biology, um, I, I actually do leave out. But I have a lot of respect for people who will go a different route. And, like, specifically, there's not an orgasm in a moment. It's not like, oh, yeah, and then just implied. But, like, right. it's not. And I think that that's a cool thing to do. It's just not, like I said, I mean, I'm going to give you the full fiction. So they're going to come. Like, what is it? Liv says she reaches DEFCON 5. At one point. So, yeah, like, we're going to keep it. We're going to let it be a little awkward. going to let it be a little bit messy. But we're, I'm going to get you there. Yeah, I I love how you explain that. Or not even, like, justify that. But I like how you explain that because, excuse me, hiccups. Um, but, like, I think, I guess I'm somebody of the opinion where, like, in real life, I think you deal with a lot of, you, you know, sex is great, but, like, Also, it can be really awkward and frustrating, like you've said, and um, when you write about it or when I write about it, I want it to be, again, like you said, like this fantasy experience where I'm not reminding you of all of the annoying things in life that you've had to deal with. Like, here's a satisfying sex scene that, yeah, there might be some awkward moments and it's like cute and funny, but like they both get theirs at the end, especially the the woman, because I feel like... um, Mm -hmm. In real life, that can be kind of a thing for, you know, like, okay, so I heard this thing, and it's always, like, um, made me laugh, but it's also, like, kind of true, but, like, how unbelievably poorly mismatched, like, men and women are physically considering, like, orgasms, and, like, how, mm. like, men, like, almost always a guy, and not every guy, obviously, but on the whole, almost always a guy is going to have an orgasm. Like, it's never a question of like, okay, well, is he going to come? Like, obviously he's going to come. He's always going to come. It's not, it's more of a question of like, how can we get him not to come like too soon? (laughs) So that she, the woman can like have a good time, have an orgasm that she wants to and make sure that she's having a good time. So I feel like, um, I don't know. I just feel like when I write about it, I want it to be as ideal and fun and fantasy as possible because in real life, you deal with a lot of the ugly side of, you know, what it is to have sex and have an orgasm sometimes and how it doesn't always come easily or how you have a bad experience with it. And so I just want, yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think that's a really interesting point because that is another element that, you know, you always write, like, I don't know, one of my friends once was talking about a romance novel she had read and she was rolling her eyes pretty hard at it. She was like, I mean, they had like a mutual orgasm. No one ever does that. <laughs> and I, I, honestly, I was like, um, 
they, they can. Yeah, that, that, that can be a thing, but yeah. it's not a thing that happens all the time. And so it's like, you know, when we were writing these stories, and I think that's a really interesting point about the biology, like, it may not be that a guy is always going to come, but it's it, it's generally the idea that if a pattern is he's generally holding back while she's trying to get there. Mm-hmm. And this idea that, you know, when we write, like, I don't talk about, I don't mark the, the scenes in minutes, but like, you know, it's it's implied that she's going to get there and it's not going to be a challenge. And like, you know, what, what do they say? It's like a 20 minute build up for a woman from from the beginning to like even a time that is realistic for that for for a climax to happen for a lot of women. Right. And everything is different. Everyone is different. You can come in two seconds. You can come in two hours. Like whatever happens is your body and your body will do different things. But like that idea of like it's going to be easy or I don't know, honestly, the idea that it's going to be missionary and that's going to be because a lot of women need something different in order or a different type of stimulation. Sarah, I know that you are the queen of writing or oral for women. So like, (laughs) but that's a thing because like, you know, the the sort of implied idea that what we are writing is some sort of formula for everyone. Like I do hope that everyone, I would love to know that all of my readers were so comfortable in their bodies that they knew that this was a fun story that should be getting them hot and bothered but that their own journey is absolutely beautiful and valid right because you know there is no formula for the way that that works there is no formula for the type of pleasure that you get or how that works for you or how you get there but you know in a book yeah I mean we're going to write it and it's going to be a smooth flow and like I said even with the hiccups and bumps but like yeah the timing of it it can be it can take a lot of patience. It can feel very awkward. There can be this like, I need to hurry up because he's holding back and all that. And like that kind of thing, I think is worth being acknowledged and is part of like what I think would be healthy for us to have discourse about in reality so that we can truly like have fun and let go when we are reading, huh, let go, when we are reading uh, fantasy and know that this is supposed to be fun and that it is still fiction. Um, yeah. Yes. Right. It's not like we're not saying like, oh, this is how everyone does it. It's like, no, everyone does it differently. Everyone does it a lot differently. And whatever you do, as long as, you know, you're not hurting anyone as well. Well, as long as you are consenting to everything and the other party is consenting too, let's put it that way, then go, go ahead. Do you be happy and free? Um, And so, yeah, but yeah, I think that that's an interesting point about the timing of things and how like, yeah, in a book, you're going to you're going to make the scene move because you can't take 50 pages. But at the right. same time too, like just being comfortable in your own self. Yes. I completely agree. I think that is another um element of not just sex scenes, but the eventual orgasm for me. Like I think it's pretty clear that when my characters are having sex, they're comfortable with each other at that point and that comfort I think, I hope, implies that, like, the female main character is comfortable enough to let go and relax, and then that is when she can enjoy what is physically happening, and then it's easier for her to, you know, climax or have an orgasm. I also want to mention, like, I feel like this is another thing that some people kind of um, don't really or they forget, or like maybe they don't pay attention to it, but like I always want to make it a point to have clitoral stimulation hmm. in um, in the most of the sex scenes that I write because I like I feel like a lot of people criticize sex scenes sometimes because it's just like penetrative or penetrative sex 
Mm-hmm. And that's not, I mean, that works for some women, but I know mm-hmm. a lot of women need clitoral stim- stimulation. So for me, it's really important to write that in some way, whether that's like orally or manually or whatever with a with an adult toy or something. But that's another like aspect of the realism that I think is really important that I try mm-hmm. to incorporate in, in the scenes that I write or in the orgasms that I write, because I feel like that is and again, like you said, everyone is different. Not everyone's body is going to respond to the same stimulation. But I think it's pretty widely acknowledged that like clitoral stimulation is really important for a lot of women when it comes to achieving an orgasm. And sometimes in like entertainment, like in movies and in some books, it's not always acknowledged. So Definitely. I want to acknowledge it. <laughs> I want to acknowledge it in my writing. So Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I was talking about, like with the missionary position, right? Like, mm-hmm. a, it, I, I don't have any stats in front of me. I'm sorry, but I am aware that that is not a common position for a lot of women to be able to climax in because there's not a lot of emphasis on the on clitoral st- stimulation there. And so, like, I think that is super important, just like making sure that it's like, yeah, no, he's not just going to like whip it out and then suddenly we're all done. Like there's work <laughs> to be done. And I think that's really really important um and you know one of the things i don't know i think we're running close on time so maybe i have to do another episode but i I was listening to a podcast once about like um like the breakdown of like a blowjob versus oral and different things like that and how that plays out but maybe that's for another episode because i know we're getting close yeah i um sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you but i that's a really good um idea because i don't i don't know i can't remember i sometimes write blowjobs but like um I probably should write about them more, but I, yeah, but you're all about the, the lady oral. I am. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, I love that. That's your thing. I think it's fantastic. Um, so your Twitter is always like, it's always going to have oral. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for thinking that. Thank yeah. you. Well, maybe we're, we, we get, we're going to shelf. We'll come back to, we'll come back to the oral situation later. Um, because I know that next time we're going to be talking about your upcoming book, but for yeah. now, Oh, that was very good for me. Was it good for you, Sarah? Hell yeah, it was good for me. Excellent. Thank you all so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen. And if you haven't already read our books, they are Not Suitable for Work, Off the Record, and Nemesis by me, Sky McDonald, and Faker by Sarah Smith. And like I said, upcoming next, we're going to be talking about Sarah's latest book, so I'm excited for that. You can find us on Twitter at Quick and Dirty Rom. And on Instagram at Quick and Dirty Romance. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram both at WriterSkyMcD. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram too. I am at author Sarah S. We love to hear from you. So reach out and DM us with any questions or requests for future episodes. Quick and Dirty Romance is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. Thanks again for listening, guys. We'll see you soon. Bye.